0: From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. Top of the morning to you, governor. Is it Wimbledon again? (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. But you're close. Yeah, it feels like we live in Jolly Ode England. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh my God, it's pouring down, raining every moment, and it's cold as. Oh my God, it's so cold. It's in the forties, and it was ninety like ten days ago. Oh my God, this is insane. That was
1: it. Our fall lasted six days. (laughs) And Shit. N- nobody listening knows this, but I used to work at a place in a floodplain, so I'm I'm happy on days like this with rains so I don't work there anymore.
0: Yes. I mean, we're talking about catastrophic. Luckily, nobody lived at your tennis center because <laughs> it was catastrophic. You take Katrina or what was the one that hit Houston?
1: Oh, there's Ike or
0: Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. And then whatever just hit North Carolina. I mean it's like it looks like that i mean there's brush and trees everywhere except it just happens like two or three times a year it's ridiculous (laughs) but it does look worse and no winds. and to be fair i mean it doesn't kill anybody i don't want to uh make light of all those different um events but uh but yeah but but flooding wise when you look at those pictures on tv of, of hurricane flooding it looks like that i mean the building is you know ankle deep inside the building right and the building's sitting up it is on a hill What a disaster. That place is a disaster. Thanks, City of (laughs) Dallas. Well done. Yeah, well, this is... We're already
1: getting off track, but... (laughs) Sorry. It's England outside. It's England. But I've been to so many public tennis centers this year in other cities, and it really makes me sad for DFW, but
0: that's a different topic. Which... you, You take DFW, and I don't know, maybe this is the case for most cities, and I don't know. I mean, maybe... But basically, the second most played sport... On city facilities, to be fair, I'm not right. talking about in general. I don't know what it is in general, but the but the second most played sport in D, in Dallas, the city of Dallas, at the city of Dallas facilities, is tennis. Right behind basketball. Now, I don't know what that means. They don't have a lot of football. They don't have. I mean, they have a go- They have two golf courses, three three golf courses at least. Yeah, city of Dallas or something anyway the point being is it, their facilities fall woefully short but that is unrelated to this week's <laughs> podcast i don't know it's just, we're just talking about how we'll miserable save that for
1: off-season talk. yeah
0: how miserable cold and rainy it is yes uh you know where it also is raining on somebody's parade <laughs> <laughs> nice segue i like it you like that shanghai shanghai indeed didn't you um, say we
1: weren't going to talk about shanghai last week
0: all right. Well, all right. So <laughs> I've been. I, so all right. First of all, I watched. All right. I did too. Second of all, I was formulating my excuses of why I was watching for this podcast throughout the entirety of the thing. <laughs> my first excuse, or kind of my bailout for giving me the go ahead to watch, is Federer lost. Right. So it's like, oh, look at that, something real. Um, nah, not really. Then we Still, get the
1: Federer replacement, who's back. Novak, who just is oh, yeah. doing what Federer normally does, right? So, um, good lord, he's playing well, man.
0: <laughs> or does everybody suck?
1: <laughs> well, he played our best future hope in the semifinals. so That was probably a really good match, right? <laughs> it was a close one. I think it lasted an hour. <laughs> so again, he this is the the EDM generation we've talked about. Not the twenty and under, but he's although he's close. I think he's twenty one, but he's supposed to be. Like the next big thing, Air apparent, yeah, and he loses six one six two.
0: Wait, wait, wait! wait. He's not the heir apparent. No, he's three in the world. Right, he's <laughs> he should apparent. Already be there. or heir or whichever means he's here now. <laughs> he's not the up and comer. Right. He's up and been here. He's the. Uh, he's uh, the third best player on the planet.
1: <laughs> and so one overall thing I just we just looked at in the last four days of the tournament, there was one match that went to three sets. Now, I'm sure there were there were close two setters obviously in competitive tennis but that's not a good endorsement when you have 1 three setter out of out of uh, like 15 matches.
0: You no, know what now? What we from
1: the quarters on? Yeah, from the round of 16 on. Oh. There was one three set match. And which one was that? The uh, Federer and Bautista Agut. Oh,
0: there it is. Yep. Yep. There were a couple prior to that, but yeah, exactly. And there were a couple of 6s uh, and 3s and you know 4 and 6, but uh yeah. but yeah. Um Yeah. What but it's just do? like
1: now that Jokers is back to form, we're going to be complaining about him for the next year or two, and then
0: no, uh, it, it it's just another example of why I'm right. It, it, <laughs> I mean, how can these people just be interchangeable? The the top three just come in and out whenever the hell one of them's feeling good, right? And they dominate. It's yeah. ridiculous. Wow, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's incredible. I want to throw something right now. It pisses me off when I think about that stupidity all right so listen it's not stupid all right it's easy to get tricked and we're not saying they're not great players but come on man you shouldn't be able to be out of tennis for a
1: year and come back and dominate people that have been playing the whole time
0: (laughs) the third best player in the world right the third best player in the world i think it's good
1: for us that he didn't play federer in the final isn't it has you noticed lately that anytime time is about to play a big player, he loses right before that? So he's tanking, that, he's that's dodging happened
0: like the last three times. Well he's he's uh, pissing me off. He's getting a little diva e with his Davis Cup stuff. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, um But yeah, yeah he was supposed to play Nadal
1: at the open, he lost the round right. four. He was gonna play Djokovic, lost the round four, he's gonna play Djokovic at the year end masters last year, withdrew. I'm thinking he's knowing that those are the only things that hurt him at this point. Like, losing to George, that's not going to affect him in any way, but having that losing record against Djokovic, losing record against all. I think that... Conspiracy not, theories. That's what I think he's worried about. That's
0: what we do on rainy, just <laughs> cold days. We just sit around by the fire and just sip apple cider, hot apple cider, and talk about conspiracy theories. And it, Or it could just be... By that, the way, I would like some apple cider right now. It's so cold yeah, outside. It could just
1: be a trap deal, too, where he's looking ahead and... He, that's why. He, he's thinking about playing the next He's person. losing it. He's losing. He's on the <laughs> downhill
0: slide. It's over.
1: Well, he'll just take six months off and come back and dominate. Well,
0: here's the deal. We talked about, and I, I uttered this phrase or these, this sentence or whatever it is. I'm not an English major. I don't know what things are <laughs> called. But I said, point blank, Djokovic will never be back to his form that he was when he absolutely had a record-breaking year. Yeah, I said that, too. And guess what? We were right.
1: <laughs> so far.
0: This year hasn't looked like that. He's stumbled and started and then got going. Right. But he looked great. But I never said he wouldn't be back to being one of the top three. I never right. said, oh, Zverev's going to... Well, I said he wouldn't win another slam, so I lost that oh, part Oh, you're an it.
1: idiot. <laughs> but hes I think he's back to his hard court dominance. It'll be interesting to see if he translates that to Clayton grass next uh, year
0: well here's the thing you know the argument we talk about with zverev in that age group at some point you would think they would be able to overcome these guys when they're coming in you know when they walk into the you know grand slam final with a cane <laughs> that that zverev might be able to overtake the big three right but honestly it really, the first thing that's going to happen is Djokovic is going to overtake the big two because they're older than he is. Wait, and, did you see the stat? I, I can't believe I didn't
1: mention this, uh, but I saw something recently that said there is currently no Grand Slam champion male under 30.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was like whoever was the last one just turned 30 or right. something or whatever. It was,
1: the last thing was no one is born after 1990 has won a Grand Slam, but now that's 28, so now there's no one under 30. And again, so you're telling me that these guys are that dominant that even over 30, they're still better than every 24, 25, 26, 27-year-old.
0: These guys are the... All right, so these guys are winning Grand Slams and having years, okay? Let's just take a tennis season and call it... If we equate it to Michael Jackson... Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Michael Jordan. Um, Michael Jordan didn't come in winning every series 4-0 and winning the finals 4-0. And that's the equivalent of what these guys are doing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I would say they're winning it more easily now than they did. Well, because they're playing themselves. It's like Jordan going against Jordan. Not the Hornets Jordan. I mean, the Chicago Jordan.
1: Not the the Wizards
0: Jordan, but the... So, anyway, so, yeah, so it's, um, to me, Djokovic coming back out of nowhere and beating the shit out of everybody, and didn't play Federer this time, but beating the shit out of everybody that's not a big three is just another indication that this is ridiculous. It's is, this is, it's getting absurd. At some point, and again, come on, Sitepas, come on, Felix, Ager Alassim, Alassim, whatever, (laughs) That was a French accent. It sounded, didn't sound it, but it, it was supposed to be. Um, but, you know, if, if those guys start beating the Zverevs next, then I was right. Well,
1: yeah, and I'm looking up since we're talking about Jordan. The, his last five years, his points per game went down, essentially at least a point every year. And in his last two years, they were way down. But these guys, they're – I mean, when you make the comparison, they're, they're getting better. up. They're getting they're better. Winning, they're losing fewer games. And – and having more lopsided matches.
0: What did I say the cure was? What did I say the fix to this was? Uh, them all retiring. Two words. <laughs> Andy Rodic. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, you're having just. A- just the upside is Reebok doesn't really exist anymore, so you can't wear that awful visor. <laughs> um, was dripping the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, Reebok. Come on. We were. Whoa, we were. We were accidentally making fun of Fila. <laughs> That's but right. But it was really new balance. We were, we were, you know, mad at, <laughs> well, or we didn't like, I
1: used to be an erotic fan. And I remember going to Reebok stores and you couldn't find anything tennis. And I'm like, why, why do you guys sponsor a tennis player and then don't sell tennis clothes?
0: It's just like Under Armour now, yeah. same thing.
1: But, um, but yeah, the one, I would like to know the last time the one played the three in the world and the score was six, one, six, two. I mean, that is ridiculous. It, Regu- it never, regularly. Right. Regularly. Um, I mean, even 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 irregularly, that shouldn't. I don't think that's happened. I mean, Federer and Nadal, Djokovic certainly have never lost one and two.
0: Yeah, but you can give them a you can give them a, a one off. You know, that, that's fine. Yeah. That that's fine. Especially as physical as the game is, it, it, you know, and you got guys banged up, et cetera. Yeah. Um. So, yeah.
1: But yeah, it's just. Uh it's to the point now where the only thing that's going to fix it is all four of those guys retire. I mean, if Murray comes back and next year and does the same thing
0: they're all doing, it's uh a, and, yes, it is, a or, con- is or impressive for those guys. if all three of those guys sit out of a tournament for whatever random reason and he wins it, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm switching to soccer. I'm out. I'm switching <laughs> to soccer until uh, the seats of pass group starts to come up and starts dominating.
1: Yeah, and what we never see when the big four don't play, what we never see is one of the six through ten guys just roll through everything. So that just shows you how much – like like Zverev was in this tournament – and Djokovic Federer didn't play, he so, wouldn't have rolled through in Dominic. So
0: what you're saying is the depth of the lack of depth, yeah. goes deep.
1: <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have rolled through this tournament if he didn't play Djokovic Federer, right? I'm, I'm sure he didn't in his scores, um, right? So it's just, it, it's crazy how much, how far away they can be. Like how can Zverev have any confidence going to next year when he's that far away from those guys? i don't know what uh what can he even work on he
0: just what he needs to do is his coach needs to blindfold him and (laughs) and um put put ear earmuffs in on over his ears and take him to a tournament and say yeah this is a masters 1000 yep (laughs) yep oh good week congratulations hey we're about to play one more no, no, you don't get a break. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna play right now. Uh-huh. Yep. All right, let's go. <laughs> so he can play back to back Masters one thousands, but he what he doesn't know is it's a Grand Slam tournament.
1: <laughs> you think that'll work? I thought you were gonna say the opposite and it's actually a challenger.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no. He doesn't need to help in those. No, no, no. He can yeah, he can no no no. You're tricking him. You're you're taking him to the Australian Open, but you know, you have what here's the thing though you have to buy all the sponsorships <laughs> you have to like get rid of Hyundai or right, whatever or right. Kia what is it Kia's is Australia uh you have to I get rid of that. all the sponsors and change them to whatever Indian Wells is yeah and then say yeah yeah they went with a blue court the Smurfs decided but then to sponsor here's the
1: problem though why are you playing three out of five sets
0: <laughs> well it's a new format <laughs> to go along with Davis Cup it's it's new <laughs> uh, oh I don't know man I'm, I'm spitballing here. I'm trying to help them I want them to win but see he can't that
1: he this is you're right, normally, in the masters he doesn't have that problem, but he he lost badly in this too, I mean that's unusual for him to lose badly in a two out of three set format, but that just shows you that a lot of the masters he won were maybe not against the top guys, but yeah, it's frustrating,
0: well, he can still be you know, and by the way, this was a masters also, but you know it's still it's still um. It's still a separation. Even if he's the best of the worst, <laughs> not the worst, but the best of the rest, he's still not close, and that means neither is anyone else. And again, I don't think it's you know your cockamamie you know conspiracy theory. I don't think Federer's dodging anybody. I just don't think he yeah. You know we're doing what we can no big deal. You know the guy who consistently impresses
1: me. That's not the top four. Why? Well, thank you. I pre <laughs> listen. I work hard, and I'm glad you finally recognize. I said consistently. Uh, it impresses me is Anderson. Oh yeah, he always battle, give them a tough match, and well, he beat Citi Pass
0: U.S. Open. <laughs> mm, yeah.
1: Well, he didn't really have a chance to give him a tough match in that. I mean, after playing six hours or whatever, fair enough. But well, and he didn't even at all a tough match either. The final <laughs> of the U.S. Open the last year either. Good point. But if he's if he's fresh, he will give them a battle.
0: Like, I'd give him a pass because he, he made it all the way to the finals
1: both times. And
0: he's more than... Right, exactly. Yeah, he's not losing in the third round at best. Yeah.
1: But these well, other guys that just fade, I don't understand. Even Nishikori has gotten to the point where he's at least given them a battle every time. He battled you know, Federer. So it's... uh, There are some guys that are challenging him, but again, it's the same guys. It's the guys that are... They're same. They're basically their contemporaries. The guys that are 27 to 30... Right, none of the guys 26 and below are challenging them except for the guys that are like 20 and below so again we're talking about this 21 to 26 there's just nothing
0: it's unbelievable
1: that's going to go down as the worst five year period in tennis uh, without a doubt
0: what can you do what can you do except say you know what coach you're right <laughs> everybody out there you listen up that's what you're going to be emailing in so what about the women you sexist bastard did you take <laughs> B N with you they did not have BN in Las
1: Vegas, unfortunately.
0: Oh, by the way, BN is no longer available on DirecTV at all. <laughs> as soon as they got rid of tennis, DirecTV stopped them. That's what it was. So we had two tournaments. We had Tianjin, which actually I think was the better, better draw. Is that the twin of Zhao? I think so. <laughs> Cousin. Um, I don't know. They were both all right draws. Uh, but uh, the Evervescent Caroline Garcia won in Tianjin. And then what do we have lens? I'm not going to tell you about lens. I don't even know what lens means, <laughs> uh, but there was, and then there was also Hong Kong, which again, those were both the same level. And, uh, which again, makes no sense to us. Yastremska was, uh, the winner, whatever that means. I've yeah. Not, I've I mean, i heard of her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're talking about one of them was in Hong Kong, which is near Hong Kong. And the other one was in Tianjin, which is in Tianjin, <laughs> and I don't I don't really know where either of those places are, but I'm assuming they're probably not too far apart flight wise. Right.
1: But imagine if we had any whales in Miami the same week—that wouldn't make any sense. Now that those are those are right, masters, right, but right, still, right. I don't understand why. I could understand if they're opposite, opposite coasts or something, but I don't get it. Because to me, one just det- det- detracts det- attention from the other
0: right I think yeah I agree I
1: don't know why they wouldn't put those in consecutive weeks and that way the players could stay there for two weeks and you get a stronger field in each one I'm sure there's I wouldn't think there's a any big tournament next week it was funny though I was thinking about you and I was watching this uh coverage one morning they were saying how Federer won this tournament last year and it was he was just gonna build confidence for the next year I'm like they were trying to make it seem like it meant something and it was reminding me of our conversation and just what i was trying to imagine what this era what this time period means for next year if anything cuz like baseball you got teams that were eliminated you know months ago and they still got right. to play all the games and so you do have people that have to play i mean we were eliminated in las vegas still had to play <laughs> so there are there hey I, hey, we, hey
0: we're going to i told you we get to that we're <laughs> like
1: we're trying to but you are going to build things from that i just don't know like what are the top players building from those? Well,
0: I mean, you're trying to get. Again, here's the other thing. It's like the world's the World Series is two series is away. So you got each, you know, the AL and the NL are playing their finals, right. right? So it's almost like you could have some fifth team play in a tournament right now to try to qualify for the World Series because right. that's what there's. Th- I think there's three. Sp- Three players that have the chance to get two spots or or one spot I can't remember right. for the year end yeah. for the women. And it's like it just has an empty feeling. It's like this the season I mean, it's not empty for them, obviously, right. but the season's over. Well yeah, one, and for the men's it is over. Right
1: well that too, yeah. So that's what I mean. Why even I mean, what are you building on if you're if what I mean is if you're already in the top five, what are you gaining by playing in this because you're not you can't say you're getting your rhythm back or your strokes because you're not gonna play for the next six months right. pretty soon so i don't know and yeah you can build you can build confidence for sure but is that confidence going to last for two months
0: well no i'm saying but yeah you're you're just trying to get the some of the women are trying to qualify right and and that to i me, totally, that i understand no no but that's a fake you know reason right because it sh- that shouldn't be the case it should have been decided at the u.s open right the top eight at the end of the U.S. Open, should be the top eight. Yeah. All this stuff is ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, my Pirates would still have a chance.
1: <laughs> but yeah, then you just give a two-week, you know, two-week break, and then you're, you're not you're Oscars. caught up on baseball games, right? <laughs> yes. Of the regular season, Pirates. <laughs> the Pirates. Last time I checked, they were in first, which was about thirty games in the season. <laughs>
0: there's no way they were in first 30
1: games they actually were in first at at one point this season Uh, yeah the third game (laughs) because i knew somebody that was a fan of theirs and they were telling me and i was like really they are and they were ahead it's not good
0: um so anyway so yeah so it's kind of i so i'm making the point that you're right it it, there's the, the only bullshit reason to have this part of the tournament is so the you know the the last two one or two spots can be battled over by a couple of people and it's just horse shit because like he said that should be decided should have already been played to be honest with you and then every other tournament should be top you know 51 and down yeah or i still like our idea of october november december is the double circuit
1: our idea that was your your shitty idea (laughs) no but then all the top players could actually play doubles yeah if yeah. they wanted. Like if they want more tennis, they can play doubles or they can play exhibitions. Yeah. And the, the
0: problem is, is the, the 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 tennis calendar is so loosely defined that anybody can plop a tournament right. or can plop some Jackass exhibition anywhere because they have an open date. Right. And then we're right back to square one. So,
1: yeah, did that Labor Cup, do they have to, do you think they had to get approval from any organization to run that or they just said no. we're running Labor
0: Cup? Yeah, they had to get pr- approval from the number one or two or three <laughs> player in the world and then all
1: the idiots playing it. Yeah. So if you, if there was a double circuit, then they would just, somebody would just run an exhibition over it and yep. nobody would watch it. And nobody would
0: play doubles. Right.
1: And the exhibition would would be paying them a lot more.
0: Well, sure, sure. Um, So anyway, so yeah, so again, was there some tennis to be had? Yes. Were there some good matches? Yes, these are professional tennis players. Of course, there were some entertaining matches. But guess what? If the Steelers go out and play the Bengals um, after the Pro Bowl... Who cares? Right, and I it don't doesn't, care.
1: Doesn't give you anything for next year. It doesn't count toward your record.
0: Exactly, which it
1: does. But guys like Federer joke they're not going to need that. They're going to be seeded every slam next year, no matter what. Right. So it doesn't matter.
0: So yeah. So to me, it just it just takes away, and it's just a kind of a blah blah whatever period of time. And you so can, you
1: think the only solution is just no, no pro tournaments, no October, November, December,
0: and lock them down. At, which, you, which you can never Davis, have.
1: Except for Davis Cup, which,
0: which... Well, yeah, yeah, but you can never have what I'm talking about unless we, unless the ATP locks down and the WTA locks down what their season is. And, you know, again, it has to be based around the four Grand Slams because that, they hold the ultimate power. Right. Because everybody obviously wants to play those. But I think that would be pretty
1: much a, a defined nine-month season... And then October, November, December, you're done. And I, I i mean, I think everybody would appreciate it.
0: Well, again, you'd have these rando tournaments that still want to make their money and whatever. But, but let
1: World Team Tennis and Davis Cup oop. and Labor Cup and all that stuff go in October, November, December. And then the players can't say, well, you know, I hit my body's wearing down because I'm going to play all these tournaments. Like, no, you didn't have to play. None of those were mandatory. Right. Those were all optional. Right.
0: Including as you started to mention Davis Cup, you were trying to do an awesome segue into the break, <laughs> weren't you? You're, you're a radio, I am genius. I try. Well, I'm assuming um, that you don't want to talk too long about Davis Cup because you have your corner. You've been itching, you're texting <laughs> me about your corner for a week now. So uh, that's a lie. He never texts me. So uh, <laughs> so anywho, uh, well we'll blocked. talk about. He's blocked. We'll talk about uh, Davis Cup and Corey's corner when we come back it's time to join the revolution go to our website
1: tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes email us your questions and comments or give us show ideas
0: still cold still raining but i'm done with accents <laughs> um yeah so if we could get we were talking about the calendar on the front end uh, before the break there and again do it like we tell you to do it give us the keys and let us run it it'd be great and a benefit of, of running the calendar like we want to, having sort of a defined season a la every other sport in the world. <laughs> I guess maybe not like track and field. I guess golf probably is kind of like tennis where there's stuff going on. Um, but Yeah, it, golf is the
1: most similar in terms of the schedule probably.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm spitballing, but I would assume so. But, uh, yeah, so if they just did what we, what we suggest, then we would have an entire, you know, two point something months to do all this other crap people want to do. The Labor Cup and, you know, Davis Cup, the World Team Tennis, which, whatever. Um, Although they probably want to still be in the middle. What a jackass thing to do. Right in the <laughs> middle of July. What a bunch of jackasses. Well, that's what
1: I mean. they All this stuff that these players do and then they complain about, you know, being tired or being injured. A lot of that stuff they're doing is not even part of the schedule. Right. If you just made everything in one schedule... I mean, and you could even be harsh with them. and just say, you're not allowed to play anything else. If you want to be on our tour, you're not allowed to play any other event during this calendar. Yeah, well. And then they force everything else to the outside. I don't know.
0: Well, to me, the really the only way to do it is for the ITF to take over everything, a la FIFA in soccer. If the ITF just were, were able to use their weight of the Grand Slams, because that's, I think, one absolute constant for players and fans and non-fans alike. TV, everything, obviously, I mean, I'm not breaking new ground here, is the Grand Slams. right? And if they could band together, those four tournaments get their ducks in a row then, and I don't mean foiro that's geese or <laughs> No, they dude. could basically take over the tour like they you said. could do whatever they wanted right they they could say, hey, if you set up the French Open series like this and you give the money it's like this and the points are like this, we will support your tournaments by you know the seating by whatever I don't right. I'm sure there's lots of ways I wouldn't even begin to know that they could support and each. Each Grand Slam could have their own little fiefdom like right. the U.S. Open does now. And, you know, again, one benefit to the U.S. Open series outside of a couple of Canada tournaments, everything's in the U.S. So the USTA is sort of the driving force behind it all. So, you know. Yeah, the,
1: the U.S. Open does it perfectly.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying that
1: because we're American or just the way they do it makes sense. America. I mean, Wimbledon does have a couple warm-up tournaments, but it's it's just so condensed. Well, they
0: get screwed because we don't care about grass, right. which is a, a, a huge mistake. Yeah. We're driving net rushers out of the game. But they,
1: each of the Grand Slams should have three weeks of warm-up tournaments that actually matter. Right. And then maybe an off week or, or make the last tournament end on a Tuesday or something. You don't need a whole week off. Right. But then, yeah, I mean, the ITF could come in and say, if you don't play those three warm-up tournaments, you're not eligible for the Slam. Right. If they wanted to. Because everybody's going to do whatever they need to do to be in the slam.
0: All they have to do is partner with one, one, you know, Masters 1000 for the men and whatever that version is for the women. partner with that one event and say, if you don't play in this event, if you qualify or don't have a legit injury, because you still right. let them, you know, oh, my foot, <laughs> whatever. What are you going to do? You yeah. know, you don't want yeah. to get crazy about it. but you you have to just like any other mandatory event say if you don't play in this event you're not playing in the in the u.s open or right. whatever that is then yeah that that could be a start of it i mean that would but that would just be oof, i would love it yeah but that would be that would be crazy
1: that would that would be but it's kind of goes back to what we've talked about before though if you've got all the best players playing in the warm-up what do we need to watch the main tournament for <laughs> i mean we still will but it's just it takes away a little bit of the luster when you're seeing all the people play each other when they're about to play each other a week
0: later. Yeah, I guess, but they're all. But listen, they all play the it Masters more. Anyway. Well, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so but that's not what we said. We were going to talk about in the second segment, <laughs> was it? It was the Davis Cup. Yes. But I think it does tie into that season because you had a lot of players, in in, in particular, the big three or the big two. I haven't heard what Rafa is, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to play. But they're they're just basically saying, yeah, screw Davis Cup. They're not doing what we want, so we're going to use our power to not play. And you know what I say to that? Kiss my Davis <laughs> Cup ass. Country versus country, it, it, we're so, somebody's winning the thing. Right. Somebody's winning it, and if you have the last the bottom 8 players, of your country, then maybe the U.S. has a chance. Then, <laughs> so kiss my ass, Roger Fetter, Go play your stupid Labor Cup. Jack Sock will play Davis Cup.
1: One, if if Willie,
0: <laughs> Woody. <laughs> well, if the and the thing
1: is, if your country's still playing and you're not, that just makes you look bad and your country look bad. It doesn't punish Davis Cup in any way. Well, it I does think a little bit just the, the star sh- power
0: in the short term. I think it 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 it. it it reflects a little bit on the Davis Cup because of all the publicity on all the changes and all this. Right now, again, that's because Davis Cup is stupid and they did it wrong. The ITF yeah. is dumb and they did it wrong. Instead of just making a you know a conservative type you know adjustment to the thing and just exact same format scoring wise and yeah. no goofy rules, let's just all put it together in one week. So everybody maybe can gather. And guess what? They don't need to make changes for Roger Federer today any damn way because I got news for you, you punk-ass Swiss (laughs) chump. Tennis is bigger than you. I don't care. And he's going to be gone next year. And you're going to be gone in two years, three years, ten years. (laughs) At this rate. Yeah, maybe. So it it rubbed me the wrong way that he tried to throw his weight around. And I got news for you. Five years from now, when you're gone, nobody's going to give a shit. Well, and by the way, why do those guys want the thing to stay the same? Because they're k- killing everybody. So why would
1: they want anything to change? What do you mean? Like Federer doesn't? Of course, Federer wants the same Davis Cup there's always been because he, he can beat anybody in the current format. So it's like you have to understand the people that are the campaign. Like Nadal wanted, he didn't want blue clay. Well, because he kills everybody in red clay. Why would right, he right, change? Right. I
0: mean, well, and any any of the players try to make a decision, it's without. Question: There's a sense that it could be a little bit of you know for your own benefit, right? Whereas an entire governing body, they're looking at it for what's best for this event. Now they may be wrong, or they might be doing it for dirty reasons. Maybe you know, like when FI- uh, FIFA was getting you know paid <laughs> off for the World Cup, and there's right. all kinds of corruption and shit, whatever. But Fetter has zero credibility in my mind because he runs a giant event now right that it two years in and they're charging $300 a ticket of okay. course he doesn't want something to compete with it yeah i was going to say that's
1: basically the only competitor of davis cup at this point but i mean fed cup obviously but the only direct competitor so yeah he's not going to want to uh he's not going to want the davis cup to be better than
0: his event right exactly or to try to go up against it and see which one's better right because right now he has all the power because he's one of the top 3 and if he can get the top 3 to play then that means a bunch of the other people will play like Kyrgios you know he doesn't he doesn't he's not going to play so what right what's Australia going to do anyway i don't give a shit
1: yeah um what have we have they said what their specific reason is for not wanting to play
0: uh well i think Zverev mentioned you know that it's so late in the season, It's he's going to be tired, and so will everybody was, it else. It was always at that time. The finals was always in November. Well, right, that but it's not. was only two teams, but still. But it's not everybody. Right. I don't know. All I'm saying is, I just think it's stupid.
1: Well, I, I hope they don't go back to running one round in February and one round in April. That was the dumbest thing ever. An eight-month-long tournament that you couldn't follow because it was one match every three months. It was the dumbest thing ever. Right. I mean, that part of it. I hope they'd never go back
0: to. Well, it, they had... I don't know what Davis Cup used to look like, to be honest with you. I don't know if at some point there were so few teams that it didn't matter. Right. I mean, because it started out with just the Commonwealths. It was us and Great Britain, and then we added Australia.
1: Yeah, there had to be some point where it was done in one week, sometime
0: in the season. And so, to me... Man, we should really...
1: We should really do show
0: prep. Honestly, you know how good this show would be if we actually just. Can we get a tennis historian? Good Lord. As part of our show. We just need a producer. I'm doing all this myself. I don't even know if this is getting recorded right now. I'm hitting when buttons. Be the first time. Yeah, no, believe me, I'm hitting buttons. We'll be back here tomorrow morning to make up for the. Uh, anyway, so, you know, to me, it just bothers me that they're trying to strong arm the entirety of an event that's been going on for over a hundred years. It's like, dude, kiss my ass. Yeah, I mean, you're not bigger than the game. And, I, and guess what? He never has been, and kudos to him for that. But now he's got his own event. It just looks it just looks shady to me. Shady fetter.
1: You're totally right, though. It started in 1900, and it was just USA versus Great Britain. So Who doesn't do
0: show prep? What?
1: <laughs> so we don't need a, a tennis historian. But yeah, they ultimately, they added a bunch of, it was 1970, they had 50 teams and all that. Now, who knows how many there are. And now there's 132 nations.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't have a problem with. Right. You know, you, you, you filter through the, you know, the, the, all the different groups and, and if you can't get out of, you know, the Caribbean group <laughs> or whatever, then, hey, you shouldn't be in the final group. Right. Um... Again, what we've talked about is have the final eight in one place at one time, a week and a half, two weeks, whatever, and, you know, who knows. And I don't really care
1: that everybody's tired, that everybody's tired. He just said it, so everybody's on an even playing field, and that's the thing. I guarantee you, Zverev or whoever's saying this, are going to be playing something that week anyway.
0: Exactly. That's what what pisses me off. That's exactly right.
1: Team and Zverev play, again, there's two weeks in a row, I almost said the F word. Team and Zverev. I'm going to break you. You're going to crack,
0: and I'm going to be responsible for it. Team and Zverev
1: are going to play 35 tournaments this year, and including in and around Davis Cup, and they're going to complain about being tired. Right. Like it doesn't bother them any other time they're They play every term that means nothing.
0: Right? They're and, just they're just trying to get in the politics of it all. And you know yeah. you've got Djokovic now that just got reelected to be the the prime minister of the ATP or whatever <laughs> the hell it's called. Um, you know, <laughs> play and I'm like
1: representative or whatever.
0: He's the president of the council or who yeah. cares?
1: Who cares? Yeah, I remember he was the one that wanted to back to go unequal prize money again, and there's something else crazy he wanted. I <laughs> uh, can't remember what it was. When what did he? Yeah, um, I don't remember. but something else uh, similar. A union. That. He wanted to start a union. Yeah, he
0: wanted to. It was like right during the
1: Grand Slam, he tried to do something crazy.
0: I love it. I wish he would, but now he's just a chump. Yeah. He lost all his mojo when he was out for a while, but he's getting it back. So, all right. What do you think? You ready to drop some knowledge in uh, <laughs> Corey's Corner? Always. So, first of all, you come into dfw with this cold awful rainy weather where did you come from
1: yes where i was did not rain a drop i was in sunny las vegas for the first time actually ever never wow
0: and you made it back with no tattoos (laughs) and no your
1: teeth are on no face tattoos no broken legs from the uh debt collectors (laughs) loan sharks is what we call the business (laughs) um yeah so you can tell my first timer but yes, we were at the U at my first time ever to go to a USTA National Championship too. With the uh, wait, wait,
0: wait, USTA National Championship? You mean Women's <laughs> Open? I <laughs> mean the U.S. Open. The bet? No, no, no. The best of the best. Yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, it was uh, Women's Open right uh, league. <laughs> no, not quite. Um, we don't although, need to rehash that. Although some of the players you might have might have thought they were playing Women's <laughs> Open. Um, a little sandbagging. Yeah, no, it was the Women's Three uh, O National Championship, and so it was us and sixteen other
0: teams. Sixteen other sections perf- perfectly r- perfectly rated <laughs> th- to the to the within the .01 hundreds thousands right. hundredth of <laughs> a point of 30 right everybody was
1: 2.99 it was amazing how it made 2.99 it
0: to 3.01 right
1: and this was a further example of why we think UTR is going to take over for USTA. i saw from 2.5 to 4.0 and that was just in 17 teams. I mean, the level.
0: So, what you're th- saying is not multiple levels of leagues. Right. This was all the 3 This Oh, uh, within the 17 teams that were 3 Right. You saw from what to what? From 2.5 to 4.0. Nice. So, I mean. So, that rating system
1: is really, really <laughs> nailing it down. And again, we ex- I expected that. Our ladies, some of our ladies, were, I think, were a little shell shocked, but it
0: just doesn't. Because we don't cheat in Texas. Because you have no, no, no. I will say this: uh, I've seen them play. I've worked with them with you a little bit. They are a legit three zero in everything that that entails. Right. They, so their level is pretty well on point. Yeah, they've all played.
1: I had one self rated player who didn't go. Every other player has a legitimate rating. They've been playing. And again, that because of that, I knew we were going to win. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, we and going in. I knew that, but. Yeah, we had we ended up playing the team that won the championship the first round, so we kind of got an idea of what we were what we were into, and um, I just think it's that that uh, what's what we've talked about. It's silly to even have a national championship because all you're doing is rewarding you know that kind of behavior. It, it was a great event, you know, nice tennis center, well run, bad officials like every other USG event, uh, but it was. It's just why are you rewarding people for? manipulating the system that's all you're doing
0: well the second you're a top 3.0 that really means you are now at 3.5 right i mean i don't understand the logic it doesn't it doesn't work right because they did th- so first of all everything's based on section there's 17 sections in the usta that the country's divided up into 17 sections right california for instance is, a, is divided in half because of population and size so you have NorCal and SoCal. Texas is its own section, uh, except you shave off a little bit of Texarkana and you shave off a little bit of El Paso uh, just because of distance. So those two places go to their own deal. Uh, and then you have like the Southern, which is made up of multiple states, and the rest, and actually the rest of of uh, the USA except for Hawaii. Yeah, they get a pretty sweet deal out there because they're <laughs> so far; they're their own thing,
1: right? Um, and, and the Caribbean team is who we played.
0: Oh yeah, And they
1: basically have their own.
0: Do that? Race. Okay, so even better. So you have seventeen sections, and it's an insulated group in terms of you know the data points that m- make sure. That your rating is accurate. So if you're if you're the best three o team in a section like Texas, which has a lot of tennis, I mean, you very well could be a three five team before leaving, right? Because it's you know your ability level is a fluid situation. Exactly. It, you, you know, it's not like you start in January and you're not a 3-5 until the following January, for Pete's sakes.
1: Well, and that part doesn't even bother me because there's a lot of ladies on my team that were probably 2-5 when they started, and now they're 3-5. Doot, doot. That doesn't bother me. But what bothered me about this weekend... And these are the ones you coach or the
0: ones you haven't coached? Well, most likely the ones you haven't, <laughs> I'm thinking. That's what right, I thought you were good. going with that. I no, was
1: but this weekend I there were many people we saw that were saying oh yeah we were here last year we were here 2 years ago we were you know that should never happen
0: that we won it all last year and we're here still right. or or that, or
1: that they've even been there before because once right. you made it there I mean for us we had to win 20 matches to get there so we we should never be able to do that again because all our players are obviously not 30 anymore
0: now if throughout the state of Texas you had 30 teams and in every whatever the next breakdown is, I guess, cities or areas or right. regions of your section, if it was a knockdown drag out, every what's the scoring?
1: You gotta win three out of
0: five. Three players. out of five. So if every single match We had a lot of three twos. Was three dollars. two and every single individual match was, you know, long, you know, at least seven games or three right. sets. Then you could say, okay, wow, the three O's battered it out, and they're all pretty much three O's. Right. But that doesn't happen. What, what what happened in in regards to that in Vegas? No, there's always
1: for the team that won, they had one singles player who didn't drop a set the whole weekend. I think she played all six matches. Uh, I don't think she dropped more than four games in a set. Wow. And and again, I'm not saying I'm not saying sour grapes as we lost. And saying, I, I don't want us ever to go back to three O nationals. That's what I mean. We went there and lost, but I, I would I would be disappointed with our ladies if they came back to me and said we want to go back next year. Because my goal next year is sure. to go to three five cities or three five you know playoffs. Right, and, or anything. and
0: start your. Your progress moving up that ladder.
1: Right. So I, I have no interest in going back to three O Nationals next year. Mark that down for next year's podcast.
0: <laughs> and to be fair, yeah, because you – yeah, believe me, when you get stuff wrong, it's often, <laughs> but I usually
1: remember. I'll put, I won't go with the same group. I'll put it that way. <laughs> All right.
0: Fair enough. But to me, you know, there are players that will plateau at a level, whether it be because they refuse to make adjustments technically or they have physical limitations or whatever. Um, and you understand that, but again, ability level is fluid. And so if they are dominating over a period of time, it's like, come on, dude.
1: Well, and to me, the level you are, this is what I've always told people. The level you are is the level that you can play and you're go 500. That's my opinion. If you're going yeah. 500, you're in the right level. If you're in a level right. and you're going one in 10 or 10 and one, you're in the wrong level. Right. And so we had a lot of ladies that. Had great years. Went you know nineteen so, well, and one, eighteen and two. So you
0: should just quit tennis and pick up hockey or something. <laughs> is what because I haven't
1: found a level I can win half my matches. Right. <laughs> but no, I've I've. There are many people that were there, and even if they lose at nationals, that doesn't mean okay. Well, you see, I am a three o because I lost at nationals. Well, no, you played the best five percent of the three o's in the country, which are pretty much all three fives. So every once in a while, the USC will make these blanket, you know changes and they'll, they'll move up like the top 20% from a level or the top you know if they look at the levels and they say man these three O players are better than they've ever been we got to do something they'll move the top 20% of 3-0's up one year and so they do, they do make some effort but it's just it's having a national carrot to dangle makes people want to cheat the system
0: right right yeah for sure I mean listen w- when you have an individual sport you have ample Opportunities to cheat the system or to cheat or whatever. I mean, apparently, they just had some um, officials, some Thai officials banned for uh, it. It wasn't match fixing, it was match, uh, what do they call it? (laughs) Oh, match influencing. Right. And, you know, so I mean, it's just so easy. And there were some players in, um, let's see, Ukraine. That were banned for tennis for life and fined two hundred fifty thousand dollars for match fixing. Yeah, you know, and because it, it, it's so easy, and you bring that down to our level,
1: it's even easier because nobody's monitoring.
0: Well, you're them. working with three five or three O's, There's no money at stake. There's no oversight, or slight oversight. Right. And, I mean, the USGA is so big, and the amount of people playing leagues are so big. How can you? Because the other side is is I hear you say something about it. Yeah, but you finished eighth. Right. So, you you know, like you said, sour grapes. So nobody's going to listen to the, all the pros that are talking about it because yeah. it's ubiquitous in tennis. Ubiquitous. In college tennis, we call it stacking. Right. You know, you're supposed in college tennis and in high school tennis, any team tennis, you're supposed to play your, your order of ability. So your best player is supposed to be at number one. Right. Number two, so on and so forth, all the way down to your sixth best player or whatever your format happens to be. Yeah. And same thing with doubles. Well, people flip and flop and you know, maybe try to, instead of going, you know, if you're one and two are way better than my one and two, I know I'm going O and two. Right. If I can flip flop my one and two, my two is going to lose for sure to your one, but now my one's playing two. Now I've got a chance to go right. one and one. So it's a very subtle difference, but going one and one versus O and two in singles uh, at the top, that could be the difference between a five, four or a four or five match. And so at every level in an individual sport, it, 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 there's just right, it's rife with, with, um, with opportunities to cheat. And the cry and shame is is we're not supposed to. supposed to be a ladies and gentlemen sport like golf, right. but we, it just gets so far away from that it's not funny. Well, and what's even worse in USTA
1: is let's say that you and I are playing the two singles for our team, and our team is up 2-1, and then you win your match, put us up 3-1. So the overall match is done. And I could be up six two four zero. Once I see that our match is done, I can tank as many games as I want at that point.
0: And now you look like oh wow, but oh she
1: lost right. to that three zero, so she's legit, right? And even worse, I can lose games, and that helps my rating stay down. Even if I win the match, right? I can lose five games, and that hurt. That helps me. Oh, well, I won't beat this person six two seven five. I must be in the right level.
0: Well, that's that's where you're right though. Is that uh, the UTR certainly could help that quite a bit because you don't there's not uh you know there's not a self-rating i mean your results rate you um and and they change they're immediate it's a match-by-match right basis Um, i still don't know how you would do that in a team aspect
1: because you can't have a team and all of a sudden they're playing one level and then all of a sudden halfway through the season you move them up a level if you're gonna have a championship if you're not then who cares but
0: yeah yeah, that,
1: that's the part they haven't figured out yet. But I think when they do, well, you could have a yeah, yeah, I guess so. When they do, they're going to have a big comp- competition with the USTA. Well,
0: that's right? my only fear is that USTA is going to buy the UTR, and that's we've the, been talking about that. That's the worst thing that can happen. The UTR needs to stay independent. Another reason I need a billionaire. Let me <laughs> buy somebody. Buy me UTR, and <laughs> I will protect it. A lot like Disney bought Star Wars. Right. You know why they sold Star Wars to Disney? Why? Because one thing Disney can do, I mean, they're evil and, you know, no, well, yes, I do. No, no, no. (laughs) They are fantastic. Maybe one of the best companies ever at maintaining brand legacy. There you go. So I will maintain brand legacy of UTR if I can get a billionaire to buy it for me. Speaking of that, did you know they're not supposed
1: to own the rights to Mickey Mouse anymore, but they're so powerful they kept the rights? Nice. (laughs) It's like it's got a 75-year, like uh time limit oh like the patent and stuff mm-hmm. runs out that anybody could do so it anybody could be selling mickey mouse t-shirts or whatever Sweet. but then it they fought against it and they still would, kept it
0: they would probably tie me up in court for too
1: long to where it wouldn't be worth it right even though i think they originally stole it from someone else or something
0: yeah, yeah. why not <laughs> but that's a different topic every yeah. great story of a company starts out by <laughs> somebody stealing right. something but we had a, I mean, this we, podcast i stole right. this idea from you <laughs> But we had a great time. You were so powerful. You said, well, at least make me co-host. I I'm did. like, damn it.
1: I did. But we, we had a great time. But we just, I knew what we were getting into, and it, and to get to Nationals, I knew that, or to win Nationals, I knew we wouldn't have that level of play because it just, I'm not willing to do that. Yeah. And, yeah. And I know a lot of people who are.
0: You are an absolute hero. And, and I know a lot saint. of people who
1: do that and don't, and still don't win. That's the, that's, Ouch. that's what fuels them for the negative. That's why it just gets in a cycle that just never ends. It gets worse and worse and worse.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'm not calling your ladies team children, but <laughs> it is a lot like coaching youth sports where if you're a three-zero women's team, your goal is not to win 3 women's championship. Your goal is to progress to 3-5. Right. And That's then four-zero, and then 4-4, whatever, whatever they can max out at through their efforts and et cetera. Well, right. and of course, how much money they have because you're not cheap. Um... <laughs> But the same thing with kids is these, you know, these coaches and parents want, you know, peewee, you know, whatever championships. And it's like, okay, so if my kid can do one thing pretty well, you're just going to stick her or him in that one spot and then just keep kicking that ball like if it's soccer or something right. or like Ovechkin for the Capitals. He's only got one thing he can do. He hits that stupid one timer from the left side. <laughs> now it's unstoppable. But what my guess is is when he was a kid, when he was a no tooth having Russian brat with his awful hair. I hate the Capitals, by the way. <laughs> but uh, no, I did all that because my buddy is a Caps fan, and I ho- hope he listens to this <laughs> show. But anyway, you know, it's like sticking a kid in one spot and having him do the same thing because that's that's his really the thing he can do. And you sacrifice developing other areas of his game because you just want to maximize what he can do and win, right? And that defeats the entire purpose, and you you don't get development. And again, the purpose of a three zero lady is to develop into a three five lady, I would guess. Now, again, you do have the ones that max out, and they've got other issues that they're going to be three zero and that's it, or three five. But you know that to me seems to be you know one issue. Well, I would have much more respect for anybody
1: who came to me and said, "I want you to make me a three-five player," as opposed to somebody coming and saying, "I want you to help our team win the national championship or state championship." Because that—that that to me doesn't—you say more about yourself by you getting moved up. That means you had the results. That means you improved your game. You know, like you said, to win three-zero, that just proves you had the right lineups, or you recruited the great best players, or you did that. You know, that doesn't not really a fraction, reflection of your game. And we had many players that. Even if we won the national championship, they're still not going to get moved up to three five because maybe they didn't play enough or they didn't do as well as other players did when they played. So to me, the the truest barometer of your level is what your rating is. So that should be first and foremost, the goal. Yeah. But I feel I have so many people that I went to nationals. I've been to eight nationals I've to, i have been like, OK, well, you're still below every other person that's a three right. like, five. That's that's the way I look at that.
0: Yeah. Agreed. And again, winning obviously is tough to you know. That's that's a tough uh, you know um, reward to over to to right. overcome or to say hey, 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 don't worry about the glory yeah. and the joy and the fun with all your teammates of winning. Um, no, no, no. Just keep getting your ass kicked, but but know you're getting better, <laughs> right. even though there's no way to actually quantify that without winning. But hey, right. stick but in if,
1: there and give me more money. But if I was have if I had to list you know, the ways to win a national championship in USTA, skill level of the players is probably going to be third or fourth on the list, which is kind of crazy. Um, so that's what I'm saying. I don't think winning nationals is even a reflection of the skill level necessarily. It's a reflection of, you know, the, what you're willing to do to to do it. And the players you recruit. It's not about player development. I'll put it that way.
0: And ultimately, that's what all this stuff should be for. Now, again, you have wreck and you have you know the performance side and in within the wreck you can still work hard to improve that's not the point um but yes I I completely agree and you are running a club that has healthy programming because that's what's it about because what a crappy just ugh, just all, it's all about winning 3 championships and everybody kind of beating the system and losing on purpose that's just gross man.
1: Well, what's funny is you, you never see the same people win different levels. It's the same people that just game the system the same level over and over. If you had the same person you know, building a team and going from 3-0 to 3 like even a coach, for example, to me that would be impressive.
0: Well, like you said earlier, that – the only way I can hold you to this in 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 podcasts heretofore <laughs> is if you're going to three oh nationals with not a single three oh player you have now, or right. maybe one that had a losing record in three oh so she wasn't yeah. wasn't past that five hundred threshold where you felt like, oh, she's not really you know, maybe she started further back than a three oh and she hadn't quite gotten there. But now she's kind of coming into her own as a three zero, and now we're going back again, and she's more of a central role player in this team. Right. Then that makes sense, and then all the rest of your three zero, you know, national qualifiers are now three five, and they're doing the same thing. Year one, they're below five hundred. Year two, they're around five hundred. Right. Year three, they're winning the city or the section, etc. Yeah, exactly. And guess what? To me, if the if if you have a player that can look back at that team that's three zero and they're back at three zero Nationals again and they can be satisfied with being three five now and competing and being five hundred within the section, I'm like, well, then that's then you have the right coach and as a coach, you have the right kind of player.
1: Yeah, to me, that's supposed to be if anybody needs to know. I mean, well, the reason to play tennis should be to get better. That's uh, well, that's my, always been my reason to play. Is I want to get better. Yeah, I want to get exercise. Yeah, I want to to a certain to level. I and mean, like, I
0: don't expect 3 0 ladies to kill themselves, you know, running sprints every night. And, you know, right. So, again, there is that plateau for everyone, but maximizing and balancing that effort level. I mean, people have jobs, people have families, people have, you know, and so I get that. But at the same time, particularly when you're talking about 2 5, three, oh, I mean, they have so many areas to improve that can make them jump at a level whether it be physical uh both you know fitness and or technique right whether it be strategy experience you know all those sorts of things um yeah so i don't think two five three oh is typically going to be that plateau level
1: no and i think at some point too obviously you're going to get to a point where you're just trying to maintain also right but what i mean is any team who's taken a drill once a week or twice a week it, it would be a crying shame if they're playing three o two two years in a row. I mean, you should be moving up. Right, That should be your whole goal. And again, if you struggle right. the first year and then you get to 500 the second year and move up, it doesn't mean how fast you move up, but there's no excuse for a team to go to three o Nationals two years in a row. Right. Or three years in a row. Right. Legally, really? the, legal, legally, the USDA doesn't let you go two years in a row, but, oh, well, good. but every other year.
0: But you can, yeah. And some
1: of the players can. The, the same players can go. Right, but not a group of
0: them. Well first of all again congratulations uh, I I m- have met your team almost all of them actually I uh, <laughs> have watched I've watched them in their final match to go to nationals that was very exciting and um, and you showed about as much emotion as you do on this podcast um, so I was my wife did ask me this
1: weekend she goes they just won aren't you excited <laughs> and I said yeah I, I, I cheered for a second or two
0: yeah hey you got to maintain you're, you're like Bill Belichick that's right Without the victories. Did you, wear, did you wear like a sleeveless hoodie the whole tall time? I,
1: well, I got to tell you one thing. But oh, now okay. you brought that up. We had a woman that played a match. I hope she listens to this. But we played a match at night, and she wore sunglasses the entire match. The match started in the daytime. She wore sunglasses all the way through. I said she reminded me of a Scotty Wynn or one of these poker players. And she walked <laughs> off the court, and we all said – Susan, why the hell were you wearing sunglasses the whole time? She goes, I didn't remember my regular glasses. Oh, so the so prescription. She won a match at night wearing sunglasses.
0: I, wear my, I wish I would have brought my laptop. I wish you would have <laughs> told me that story, and then I could have played I wear my sunglasses at night. Yeah.
1: So she's, I told her she's reached legendary status with our team by winning a match. The only person I've ever seen win a match at night, with, or wear, wear sunglasses at night in a match.
0: Yeah, much less win, right? right? Interesting. Yeah, just wearing them is enough, right? Win or lose, I'm buying her drinks at the <laughs> casino. Everybody wanted to buy her sunglasses. They were like, "I want those." No kidding. So how did you? Did, so you didn't lose your car, or your house at the craps tables or anything, did you? I know it was a great weekend. Uh oh. That there we go. Great. There we go. I need to borrow some money. I bet
1: all the money on Djokovic. No, I didn't. No, <laughs> I don't think they took tennis bets at my casino. <laughs>
0: Nobody cares about Shanghai, Tianjin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness. I, I should have
1: gone up to ask just to see what they said. I
0: laughed you right out of thrown you yeah. out. You and the card count. I you and tennis betters. They don't allow yeah. card counters and tennis <laughs> I bettors. Have said, I want
1: to bet against every person every person on tour age twenty two to twenty
0: eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would have made a fortune. <laughs> oh goodness. Well I think we squeeze a little bit out like once again out of a week that had nothing.
1: Yeah. Which is scary because next week we don't even have a masters to afford Ay- to. Yeah, yi-
0: yeah, who knows? We'll do it though. Between your uh, monotone nothing and my personality, we should be in my brains and good looks and fantastic voice. And oh, uh, what are you doing here? I'm just the sidekick. And you're late every single week. It's, it's incredible. called building anticipation. That's true. I am excited every time you come in. You're like, Thank God he's finally here. <laughs> we can finally get started. So. All right, well, you got anything else? That's it, fantastic. Hey, by the way, oh my God, follow us on Twitter now, you should follow us on Twitter because every now and again I tweet something out that may be relevant to tennis. I also will uh tweet out like a link or whatever to this you know each each podcast each week, but don't follow us because a certain Yanina Wickmeyer followed us again. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Something was going weird because she followed us. She was on there. It says, follows you. I clicked on her name because, again, I'm scared because last time she followed us, she bailed within a day after I tweeted at her. And I noticed she had followed us again. Got a message and everything. I looked. 30 minutes later, I looked. She... So where you check where you get notifications on Twitter, it tells you, oh, so, so-and-so is following you now or whatever. And so it was there. It was on my Twitter. <laughs> I looked back 30 minutes later. That m- notification was gone. <laughs> she now, followed and unfollowed again? She followed and unfollowed. Then I would I was, I'd go back and check, like, what is going on? And right when I clicked on her name, the little banner that says, you know, follows you next to her name would pop up then it would disappear (laughs) and then i kept uh, like i would play with it i'd go back to her name and do the same thing and then disappear and then pretty soon it's just done so i don't know if she muted or blocked i didn't even talk to her for god's sakes i didn't do anything to scare her off this time (laughs) so i don't know maybe verified account yeah Hmm. blue check and everything so weird but again i don't know things about anything (laughs) Um, I, hacking and uh, who knows, man. I d- I don't know anything. So ultimately, it could have been a figment of my imagination. But what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So she just can't stay away. I think that's really the answer. She's trying to find a way to follow us without anybody knowing. That's what I'm I'm thinking's going going on. Um, which is fine. Which is fine. I don't mind. We'll see how her season goes without us. Um, <laughs> next year. So but again, if you do want to follow us on Twitter, don't play games, okay? Just follow us and stay with it. Um but don't if make you make it worth your while. Well, we won't. But tennis rev at tennis rev pod on Twitter, of course. Still not an Instagram photo to be had. Not one. And but I will tell you this. Um Up to 110, baby! (laughs) Two more followers for no particular reason. Maybe it's, maybe that's what she's doing. Maybe Yanina is following us on there. No, she's not. (laughs) Unless she has a fake situation. Maybe she has a fake account, a down low account that she can be like, you know, whatever. So, anywho. I don't know. I don't either. So, anyway, so that's it. No tennis pictures, but still, people are still following because, damn it, they're saints. And these are some of the best people on the internet. Uh, tennis at Tennis Revolution Pod on Instagram. Um, and then, of course, who cares about Facebook? Who cares about websites? Nobody. That's who. <laughs> Nobody. So that's what we got. Spread the word. It is up to you. It is absolutely up to you. We're on a roller coaster. We grow and then people forget about us and then we grow again. I don't it's weird. Maybe because it's the waning weeks of the season. Yeah, yeah, I mean I think people are disillusioned with tennis right now as they
1: should be. <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
0: No, no they're not. They're all dumb. They're all dumb and like, oh, look "Who? Look at who Federer's about to retire, and now Djokovic is the greatest Joker's ever. greatest
1: ever. He won one more Masters than Federer. He's going to win 20 more for the next three years. I hope so. so if that's your, if that's your barometer, that doesn't make any sense. No,
0: Man, well, listen, it's all about the, it's all about the Grand Slam numbers. It's about, it's because of that dumb commercial of him dragging a cart, a baggage cart of trophies onto a plane. <laughs> what
1: I think is funny is. I can't wait when Djokovic wins three or four next year. Then what are people going to be saying? Because people don't like Djokovic, so they're not going to say he's the greatest of all time. Yeah,
0: but they have to,
1: right? Because I, they've all, all, they've all said that the grandson. We're supposed to be wrapping matter, it up. So. I don't know how we got on this.
0: <laughs> but the point being is, is every time you say Federer's the greatest, you're making my case that he's not. Right. Because now Djokovic will be. So yeah. if, if giving him that title is as easy as it is now, then giving it up better be easy because Djokovic is going to have the numbers. But it won't be because he didn't have the artistic game and people oh don't love God. him. So they'll they'll come up
1: with reasons then not to say Federer's the greatest ever.
0: Well, I love Andy Roddick. Can't stand his game. <laughs> And people have to understand, hey, that's okay. So yeah. anyway, I don't know. Again, we're trying to wrap up here. So you've got nothing. We did all our <laughs> stuff. Damn it. Get out there and spread the word. Tell your friends. If you don't have any friends, tell strangers. Nobody gives a shit. If they have a tennis racket. Tell them. I need to make t-shirts. Yes. I need to walk around with a t-shirt gun like at a game. It just, just shoot them out at people. Hit them in the face. There's your damn t-shirt. Listen to the podcast. You're never getting a picture on Instagram. Kiss my ass. All right. Well, that is the pod for this week. Spread the word, do all that kind of stuff. Y'all need to quit playing with my emotions and just follow us once and for all, damn it. And until next time, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye guys. Pod, pod Karma.